The Department of Health and Human Services is proposing new penalties for providers that engage in information blocking. A new executive order from President Biden zeroes in on artificial intelligence, particularly in healthcare, and pharmacists and workers at the nation's largest pharmacy retail chains go on strike. It's Wednesday, November 1st. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Hospitals and other providers that engage in so-called information blocking could face steep financial penalties from the Department of Health and Human Services if a newly proposed rule is finalized. Information blocking is a practice by groups or people, known as actors, that is likely to interfere with the access, exchange, or the use of electronic health information as defined by the 21st Century Cures Act. These actors include hospitals, physicians, health IT developers, and health information networks. The goal of the 2016 law was to implement more efficient interoperability and give patients more control over their electronic health information, as well as make it easier for providers and vendors to exchange that health information. Information blocking can look like charging fees for patients to access their health data or limiting how long a provider or a patient can access this information. Information blocking has been an issue for providers and others since the EHR data sharing requirements in the Cures Act went into effect in April 2021. According to the Office of the National Coordinator for Health Information Technology, there were nearly 900 complaints of information blocking, with the majority of those complaints against healthcare providers. The draft regulation was released on Monday and officially published today in the Federal Register by HHS the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and the ONC. Under the rule, hospitals, physicians, and accountable care organizations found to have knowingly and unreasonably blocked other healthcare organizations, including other providers and health insurers, from accessing EHR data would face financial penalties. Medicare-eligible hospitals, including critical access hospitals, found to engage in information blocking would lose their status as so-called meaningful electronic health record users during the applicable EHR period. This would lead to the loss of 75% of the annual Medicare market basket increase for hospitals and health systems. And payments to critical access hospitals would be reduced to 100% of reasonable costs instead of 101%. Physicians and providers who participate in Medicare would also lose their meaningful EHR user status, which would result in them receiving a zero score in the Promoting Interoperability Performance category of the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, or MIPS. About a quarter of the MIPS score and the associated payments physicians receive through that system comes from this interoperability category. And under the Medicare Shared Savings Program, an ACO, ACO participant or ACO provider or supplier would be deemed ineligible to participate in the program for a period of at least one year, which could result in a provider being removed from an ACO or prevented from joining an ACO. The public has 60 days to comment on the proposed rule. 
Earlier this year, HHS's Office of the Inspector General published a final rule that established civil financial penalties for health IT developers, health information networks, and health information exchanges. Under that rule, if OIG determines that one of these entities has committed information blocking, they may be subject to a $1 million penalty per violation. President Biden signed an executive order on Monday that establishes new standards for the use of artificial intelligence in many industries, including healthcare. The promise and potential applications of AI in healthcare have been touted as one of the great technological advances in the industry, with its potential benefits ranging from alleviating physician burnout to improving patient diagnosis. So far, though, there haven't been any regulations or guardrails in place to assure that its use doesn't cause harm. In Biden's executive order, the Department of Health and Human Services is required to establish an AI task force within 90 days that will develop policies and frameworks, including potential regulatory actions on the responsible deployment and use of AI and AI-enabled technologies in the health and human services sector within the next year. This applies to healthcare delivery and financing, public health, drug and device safety, as well as research and discovery. The order also requires HHS, as well as the Departments of Defense and Veterans Affairs, to establish a common framework for approaches to identify and capture clinical errors resulting from AI deployed in healthcare settings, as well as specifications for a central tracking repository for associated incidents that cause harm through bias or discrimination to patients or caregivers. Many sectors within healthcare are already using AI in various capacities. Within the last year, many electronic health records vendors, including Epic, have partnered with tech companies that are developing AI applications, including Microsoft. And some health systems are already using AI or planning on integrating the technology. Pharmacists and related workers at the largest retail pharmacy chains in the United States are striking across the country, demanding that their employers fix what they allege are unsafe working conditions that put employees and customers at risk. A three-day strike began on Monday and is set to end today. The exact number of people striking is unclear, as the employees at retail pharmacies like Walgreens and CVS are not unionized. However, some organizers told media outlets that as many as 5,000 pharmacy workers could be on strike nationwide. The majority of the pharmacy staff participating in the work stoppages are in seven states, including Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, California, and Texas. It's also unclear how many stores have been forced to close as a result of the strikes. Organizers estimate that there have been around 25 store closures as a result of the walkout. However, a Walgreens spokesperson told CNN that only two of their stores have closed, and only a dozen pharmacists walked off the job. The retailer did not specify whether that included pharmacy staff. Employees on strike allege that these locations are frequently understaffed, leading to pharmacists in particular working long solo shifts or forcing the pharmacy to close if a pharmacist can't work. This is one of the latest demonstrations by pharmacy chain employees. 
Workers at both Walgreens and CVS staged walkouts in Massachusetts, Oregon, Arizona, and Washington State in September, as well as earlier this month. There have been a number of strikes this year across all industries, including work stoppages in the auto and entertainment industries. But strikes among healthcare workers and workers in healthcare adjacent industries are also on the rise. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.